it's time to talk money, but probably not as how you're thinking. This week, we are talking money mindset. We are delving deep into our brains to work out the messages that we know and love and believe and how we can be working on our money mindset so we can change them and help to bring in the money we dream of going forward in our lives. Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back to Free and Figuring It Out. Today we are talking money but not money maybe as you know it. So back in episode 13, we talked about money and the single woman. And we both shared, I suppose, our stories on money, a bit about our money past, a bit about how we spend our money, whether we save our money and all that sort of thing. So if you want to know anything about money, definitely go and check that episode out. But this week, we are talking about something a bit different, which is money mindset. Now, money mindset, if you talked to me about this a few years ago, I literally would have been like, what? (laughs) However, since uh, delving into the fabulous world of personal development, money mindset has been something that I have definitely been spending a serious amount of time working on, addressing, doing my daily rituals. And when Verity said, why don't we do one about this? I was like, yes, you're going to have to drag me back off the mic. Even though, obviously, we'd all expect uh, Verity to be the more woo-woo one, the one that loves it most. But I think, actually, you might find your match this episode. <gasps> oh, bring it on, girl. Bring it on. So, yeah, I um, have been doing a lot of work on it recently. And I thought, I know it's something you love. And you've just read a book that I read a few months ago. And it just... It felt like it was a really important time to talk about it because we talked about the more practical side, didn't we, of money in that episode uh, 13. And there's lots of talk about money generally. I've seen like adverts recently by big banks that are saying we need to talk more about money. And it's really good that it's becoming less stigmatized. But there is that little, little bridge over to the woo-woo side (laughs) where the mindset thing comes in. And I suppose like for anyone thinking, what are you on about? Like, what do you mean mindset? Like for me, money mindset is your beliefs around money. Like, what do you believe about money? And really understanding that and applying that to whatever you do so you can have the money lifestyle that you choose that you want to have so yeah so Sherelle you read asking it is given recently didn't you so I did so I think I've read a fair number of uh, money mindset or money manifestation books and this one I definitely was mentioned a while ago and then I actually asked for it I was like oh I'm thinking about getting this book and she's like Oh yeah, you should read it, but it's it's quite advanced. I think it's so it is. (laughs) But anyway, I was like, what are you trying to say? Like, I'm not good enough for this book, Verity. So I (laughs) I'm gonna jump in mega quickly there. I meant it was very advanced woo-woo style. Because she I'll let you explain, but you can explain the concept of the book. Because this is where my brain goes a bit into like, what? So to say that again. 
So anyway, I decided to ignore Verity, show her that I was advanced, Thank bought you. a copy of the book and absolutely just loved it. I, I read it so quickly. I was like every single minute I could get of the day, I was trying to squeeze in reading this book because it just was speaking to me. And so it's called Ask and It Is Given, Learning to Manifest Your Desires by best-selling authors, Esther and Jeremy Hicks, alongside Abraham Hicks. Now, <laughs> what I'm referring to is, so I've heard of Abraham Hicks. If you are someone that's done any sort of manifestation work, you possibly would have heard of Abraham Hicks. And I just thought he was like an old man that probably died. No, Abraham's not a real person. <laughs> so Abraham talks via Esther, is that right? Have I made that up? It comes through Esther, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's think of the best way of explaining this. You, I, I need to ask you, whoever's listening, like, please just open your mind as wide as it can go right now. Abraham Hicks is basically a, a spirit, a, a kind of guide that has messages for a human person who ends up being Esther Hicks. So basically he has all this knowledge around all these subjects and she is his channel. Mm -hmm. So she kind of channels through these messages and writes them down in a book. You have to be super open-minded with this and you really, it's a bit like a, you have to do it to believe it sort of thing because it is well, well woo-woo. Um, if anyone's read Conversations with God, it's a similar concept. Like this guy just basically sat down, wrote a journaling prompt and started channeling messages from God. And so you just have to, yeah, just, just, just be open to the woo-woo on this. And this is why I said to Sherelle, I think like it's just a little bit too advanced because you know I'm the woo woo one as you said before and I thought you might think this is a bit much but the book is split into two halves isn't it so the first half is the channeling messages and then the second half is like the activities isn't it which I think where your type A got really excited and was like yes I absolutely I absolutely (laughs) love the activities so I'm not new to like money mindset activities. I, as I said, I've been doing it for a couple of years. I, um, I'm i really into Denise Duffield Thomas. Mm. I probably, maybe it was like three years ago. Yeah, three years ago for September, I read Get Rich Lucky Bitch. And I had her as the book of the month for Propel Her's Book Club. That was my introduction to money mindset, really. And that really opened the doors. And ever since then, I joined her money boot camp. And so I'm in a Facebook group with people that every single day talk about money mindset. Like it's just now part of my normal life. However, the thing I really liked about this book was some of the ideas I had heard of and it just reminded me to do them. And some of them were just just so much fun. And I just thought it just really opened my mind to just be like, if we just changed our mentality to how we think about money. Now, I think I'm we all have different personalities around money anyway. And as I discussed in the previous one, I'm definitely a saver. But also I'm a saver probably from a very much a scarcity mindset. So when it comes to like beliefs around money, I definitely have some childhood memories around just not having enough money, always wanting more money and 
you know, not feeling like money was just all around me and it was easily accessible to me. I definitely come from a like lack position when it comes to money. And so a lot of my normal money mindset work has been around like trying to reprogram my mindset around those stories that I've told myself and make new stories for me to believe like that there is an abundance of money and that I can earn as much as I would like and I don't need to say about scarcity and all these sort of stuff but the reason why I really like asking it is given was there's some really just what I class as great activities so some of them I'm just going to name a few just to share just because I think they're just interesting ones to talk about so there was one that was called like the magical creation box and basically I like, I like ones that are like physical things so this one was a box and you were meant to go and find like pictures or write down things that you wanted and you saw, you put it in the box and everything you put in the box it's like as soon as you put it in it's going to happen in the future like that's literally you putting it into your future by you put in the box and you just know that it's going to happen mm-hmm. and then another one that I really really like I think this probably one is my favorite because <laughs> it's called the prosperity game and basically you're meant to you're meant to every single day imagine you've got a certain amount of money and think about how you'd actually spend it. So you start saying like, today I've got a thousand pounds. What would I spend that on? The reason why yeah. I think this is really good for me is because I'm a saver and mm. it's for me to save the money. Because if it was real life, I'd just save that grant. But because <laughs> I have to spend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. How, yeah, how am I spending it? Then the next day you got to spend 2K. And then the next day you got to spend 4K. And the reason why I personally really like this game is because I think that I'm someone who actually doesn't have the taste I have I have like limited my taste based on the money I have in my life that I can't even imagine how I would spend like 50,000 pounds in a day really yeah because I literally am like like no but that's what I'm saying because you know there's some people that are like they know what shoes they'd buy if they had that much money or they know what handbag or they know what holiday they go like some people have got what I class as like rich taste and they, there is luxury items or more expensive items that they desire to have. Whereas I've never had that sort of mindset. I've very much just been like, this is the world I live in. This is what I spend. So for me, that game actually was really challenging because I actually was like, like, what does a like X thousand pounds handbag look like? What, like, you know, what is a luxury car? What is, and I actually was forcing myself to go on the internet, look at it. And I, it really, for me, I thought, oh, this is great. So these are the two things that I liked. I'm not going to go into more. I think there's, but there's a lot. So even if you think those two sound crazy, you can find other ones that you might find not as crazy. Yeah, no, it, I think there's a, an exercise for everyone to suit yeah. everyone. But for anyone who is like starting off on money mindset, you mentioned Denise Duffield Thomas who I think is an amazing kind of starting block um also Jen Sincero um with her um book as well at making money yes exactly um for me uh manifestation babe uh I listen to a lot she talks a lot about money mindset along with James Webmore who I am currently doing like a 31 day money challenge with um which is, yeah, really interesting. I got that through the course that I invested in. And it, so money mindset, for anyone who's not really thought about it, it talks a lot about your belief system. And um, some people call that BS <laughs> because it is blue, you know, but we all know what that really means. And, but it is, it's basically BS. Like it's just a belief, it's something that 
has ended up in your brain from being a kid and hearing people's opinions on money. And that is all it is. And you have gone through life with that. And going back to what Sherelle said, so I also was brought up with a lack mindset, but I went the opposite direction. When I got money, I spent it because I never had money before. So I did the opposite. I didn't save, I spent. So I've had to work loads of my money mindset. I work on it every single day and I've worked on it every single day for nearly four years now and I still feel I've got a lot of work to do because it takes that like these are ingrained habits for decades and decades but it's really like understanding you know what kind of messages were you surrounded by when you were younger so for me it was a lot of we can't afford that that's too expensive, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, all those kind of messages. And so I grew up thinking I have to work really, really hard to earn a decent amount of money. And there's people in this world who just got lucky and they just have loads of money and that will never be me, et cetera, et cetera. I now would like to say I have a millionaire mindset, but I still have a lot of work to do. I still have blocks and I still have challenges. And I think for me, um, something that I'm trying to balance at the minute is how to fulfill my ethical kind of social aspect of me whilst (laughs) being rich. And I think I've, I've basically tapped into a deeper layer of my money mindset with that question because I have no issues consciously with making money and I don't care what people say and all those things. And I know when I have money, I will give back. It's not like I, it's greed, 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 but there's something there that, that is an interesting fulfillment level for me in terms of money and maybe how I receive it and then where it goes. So that's something that I've been thinking about a lot with money mindset. So, yeah. <laughs> there you are. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what I'm working on. It's interesting that you're saying you do it every day. And I'm like, I remember, I think we've had a previous episode and talk about, you know, working on your mindset every day. And I'm like, I pretty much say I do normally do it every day. I have some affirmations that are around money. Um, I have a few things like, um, like certain sayings so I think actually it was I, I don't remember who I got this on, on one off which was basically like every single time you pay you pay for something it's been like there's plenty more where that comes from yeah and so I really try and like embody that it's just be like there's more coming spend away don't worry about it um I have a money check next to my bed <laughs> so I have a check that says how much money I want to earn and I've dated it so if you've never heard the story I think it's Jim Carrey is the famous one so yeah yeah so when he was like absolutely broke I think he was like living in his car at the time and dreaming of being like a successful actor he wrote a check for 10 million pounds for services rendered for acting and he dated it and he put it in his wallet and for all the years when he was a struggling actor he just kept it there I think because he did a lot of circuits because he was like more comedy wasn't he as well Mm. I think you know he was doing the circuit it was hard and it was struggle and then basically he just got signed the role for Dumb and Dumber 
Yeah. And it was 10 million pounds. And it was literally like virtually to the day that he'd written that check. Yeah. And it, didn't he go on Oprah and like explain this whole story or yeah. something? It was like, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot, when you start delving, there's lots of examples like that. But it's, I feel like you have to clear all the clutter before you get to a point where you can make those things happen. And something that like I, I can manifest money, like small amounts of money quite easily. And I have totally shifted my view on money. But a book that I read recently was called Dollars Flow to Me Easily. And that kind of said the opposite of everything that I'd ever read about money mindset, which was really interesting. So basically, in the book, he says, you know, when you're doing affirmations, when you're like visualizing what it's like to have £50,000 in the bank, even though consciously you're not doing this, you're subconsciously putting attention on the lack of money you have in the minute. Hence the reason why you're trying to manifest it in because it's not there at the minute. So he says, even though you really don't want to and you don't mean to, you're giving a lot of time and attention to your poor money situation at the minute. So his recommendation is for three 15-minute slots a day to basically meditate and think about money issues and let them go and then allow like this real sense of just joyfulness and contentment to come into your heart and let that kind of ride you over. Now. It, it was just totally different from anything mm. I'd read. And because I've not successfully manifested large amounts of money yet, I was like, well, I'll give it a go. <laughs> um, I, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think this is where like, it's really interesting on how deep your money mindset blocks are because I think I've delved deeper since doing that exercise. So... I think, you know, for anyone listening, thinking that sounds ridiculous. I think when it comes to things like beliefs and mindset, you do have to be really open-minded to what you want to bring into your life and just try things, like just try things out, no matter how maybe silly it sounds, because it can do no harm. You can't lose anything from it, but... Absolutely. And I think that's the thing. I think I said this year that, yes, I've been doing my money mindset worked for quite a while but recently I was like I'm just gonna up it because I was like what have I got to lose that there is nothing I'm gonna lose and I you know I've spoken about it before that I think even if you well, maybe actually no I haven't sorry I lie I haven't spoken about it before but I know some people struggle with like the idea of manifesting and they think it's crazy and all these sort of things but I'm generally like what is the worst that's gonna happen and even from I see like from a logical perspective which is like, I really believe in to be successful, you have to keep your goals top of mind. Like you have to keep the things you're working on at the forefront. And so if I'm spending time visualizing something or I'm rewriting my goals out or I'm doing my affirmations, then maybe the law of attraction isn't working. But at least if nothing else, it's keeping my goal at the top of my mind. It's keeping me focused on the things I need to be focused on and it's a daily reminder it's a part of my daily habits so it's always there in my life so I'm like I have nothing to lose like go for it Mm, 
yeah and I think I just think that the biggest thing with money mindset is first of all recognizing it like being aware of it like if you are not in the financial state that you want to be that makes you happy then just think about why and you know things may come up things that like we said you've heard all your life may start creeping in and you need to figure out if you are willing to start changing that definition of those things to you and removing them and doing that every day like working on it um you know both me and Sherelle work with like female business owners and you know I myself get women coming to me like wanting to like have certain amounts of money in their life but they do have challenges and blocks when it comes to money mindset. Maybe they feel they don't deserve it or maybe they feel that money is evil or maybe they're scared that say they've had a some sort of bad habit in the past, like, you know, maybe they drank too much alcohol or they spent too much on designer shoes or whatever, that having more money in their life would just mean that that would reignite that habit in a really, really dangerous way. And it's just like, really getting a grip with you know what your subconscious mind is leading you to with your money mindset and how you can change those things because all the brain is is like a a circuit that we can manipulate we can change it you know I've said before the brain's so easy to manipulate so we need to like work with it and use it to our benefit and yeah so I think if you're thinking oh yeah my my money mindset isn't the best then I mean, we'll put in the show notes all the resources that we've used and, and what we've mentioned. Um, but I think the best thing to do is just pick up a book and start reading about it and start to understand what you actually think about money. Um, yeah. Because, I, yeah, once you're there, you'll, you can move forward with it, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. It's, there were so many, like literally, even just reading a list of common limiting money mindset, like money limiting beliefs, Oh, I absolutely promise you, if you read a list of 40, you'd find one that you resonate with. Even yeah. when Verity just said, like, your few that are quite common for you. Like, I know that I'd always got told, like, the rich get rich, the poor get poorer. Like, that's definitely something, like, I've had to work on. Money doesn't go on trees is, like, a really common one. Like, you know, they, they, some of these messages are so common. They're so part of, it's not just about our parents and our friends. It's like the whole of society reinforces those messages. And as you said, like, as someone that works with female business owners, when it comes to marketing and putting yourself out there and selling, you know, so many people have issues around selling because they are like, I can't charge that much. Like, I, we have to delve, delve into so deeply about what people can charge for things because they don't have the mindset to be at that level. And, I'd, and if you don't, even if you are someone that has a day job, I did a really interesting exercise once that basically was like plotting out how much you'd earned year on year in the past plotting it all out and working out if you've got to the point where like you've stopped growing and it's really interesting because some people you can really see like there's this trajectory of getting more and more and more and then bam they've just like sit at this plateau and it's like because that's where you think that's how much you should be you should be earning and like you reach that level and you don't go above it because you're you're not equipped to go to that next level like you don't believe you should be getting paid that much more and I know that that's a really interesting thing. And like quite often you might find it like where a tax bracket is, for example, because people are just like conscious of going over it. And yeah. like female entrepreneurs, it happens where it's like where you get to VAT just before that mm-hmm. kicks in and people get stuck just there because in your head, it feels like a massive leap to make it worthwhile to go above it. And it's like starting to address those things are the only way you're going to get 
get over it. If you just ignore it, you're probably going to be in the same situation two years, three years, four years in the future. So if you know, if you're someone that genuinely is like, I want more money in my life. If you don't, like, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But if you are someone that's not happy with your financial situation, then definitely taking a bit of time out to look at your money mindset, to look at your limiting beliefs, to really try and understand where those stories have come from. And don't judge yourself as well. Like, I think one of the biggest things is just being, like, honest, which is this somehow has come into my life. You probably won't remember who said it. You probably won't remember how it happened, except for some people do. Some people have really, very vivid memories. Um, If you've got a vivid memory, I think it's actually in some ways easier to address because you've got something like really concrete to turn around. But whether you know why it happened or you don't know how that belief's come into your life, just be like, like Verity said, just you need to face it on. You need to say, this is currently something that I believe and then work out how to rewire your brain how to reprogram it so that you can have a new belief that's going to serve you. It's like serve you now and for going into the future. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.